Arthur Smith. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. The son of a billionaire. Titans offensive coordinator where his teams did quite well. And then Atlanta where he went 7-10. Three straight years. We know everyone's got opinions on it. 412-928-9370. So we're not going to waste your time with uh, pleasantries and good afternoons or any of that stuff. Good afternoon, Chris, I'll just tee you up because... Uh, when this news got announced in the back, I feel like I could see the steam coming out of your ears. There seemed to be uh, an apoplectic reaction to this hire. You're not happy with it, so well, explain that to our it's listeners. It's a milquetoast, un- uninspiring, unexciting hire for me. Um, of the three people that they actually interviewed, Thomas Brown, Gerard Johnson, Arthur Smith, uh, Arthur Smith would have been my third on that list. Probably in the order I named them uh, would have been the way I would have gone with it. And I just think... It's more about what the hire says about what they think they need to do to win than anything that bothers me. So, Arthur Smith, these are undeniable facts. His two years as OC in Tennessee, the 10th-ranked scoring offense, then the 4th-ranked scoring offense. 12th in yards, 2nd in yards. 3rd in rush yards uh, per attempt, 2nd in rush yards per attempt. Both years, 7th in net passing yards per attempt. Ryan Tannehill, 55 touchdowns. Those are all real numbers, right? Then the numbers got very bad, by and large, when he was in Atlanta. In the 20s in points scored, two of the three years, never better than 15th. In the 20s in total yards, two years, never better than 17th. They just were a bad offense most of the time that he was there. Average at best, okay? But those are the numbers. He could be a good offensive coordinator. He'll probably make the running game better than it was last year. But it tells me that the Steelers hired a coordinator who wants to run the ball that they don't actually think they need to get with the times and do what some of these more innovative offenses in the NFL try to do, which is make a mature passing game out of it, as Starkey likes to say. It also tells me that they wanted to hire a coordinator, even though Art Rooney said how that person is able to get the most out of Kenny is big important. You know, it's of paramount importance. I think they want to hide him, really. I think they hired a guy who they hope can hide Kenny Pickett at times. They, yes, want to make Kenny Pickett's life easier, If you're hammering a team with the running game, in theory, you will have more play-action looks. That's what Arthur Smith did with Ryan Tannehill. But I think it just tells you, we don't think our quarterback can be our offense's best player. We think this coordinator fits that reality the best. Art also talked about, you can't turn over a roster overnight. Whoever we hire has to be comfortable with what we have. Of the three people that they actually interviewed, it stood to reason that Arthur Smith would be the most comfortable with that. That's what he was running in Tennessee. That's the kind of roster. Although they don't have Derrick Henry. Don't try to make it out like the Najee Harris, Jalen Warren two-man tandem is Derrick Henry, who's going to put on a gold jacket five years after he plays his final game. He's the guy who made that situation work. Tannehill's a better quarterback, was a better quarterback, and might still be than anything on this roster. And it just feels like the Steelers didn't even come close to shooting for the moon here. They didn't... They're going to have a very interesting time here, fact-finding, right? Mike Tomlin said we're going to not cast a wide net if he used those words exactly, but he was—he sounded like a guy who wanted to kind of learn the process, through the process and find out what they weren't doing well. Here's who they interviewed after saying they preferred play-calling experience in the past. A guy with no play-calling experience in Gerard Johnson, which made him, if you took them at their word, a long shot to begin with. A guy in Thomas Brown with one year of it, and I would have discounted that because... David Tepper ruined that whole thing. That didn't, like, you know, sour me on him. And then a guy with five years of it. So really, they interviewed three people. 
Zach Robinson never even came in here, even though they requested him, which tells you all he probably thought about this job. And they hired the only guy who actually even came close to meeting their criteria. Tell me how that is the Steelers turning over a lot of stones, doing so with urgency and clear intent, and coming up with a guy who makes them different and better than they previously were. I don't think it does. I think the best case scenario for Arthur Smith is maybe they win a playoff game while he is the offensive coordinator, but no more. Do you think that Arthur Smith is a good offensive coordinator? No, because three out of the five years where he has called plays, which is what an offensive coordinator does, his offenses haven't been good. So the the 60% of his resume as a play caller, and I'm not going to split hairs here and say, well, he was the head coach. There's other things that go into it. You were calling the plays. So three out of those five years, you weren't good. Two of them, you were. That was also five and six years ago. That was also when you had Derrick Henry. The other, the other thing I don't like about this, the last thing I'll say, and then I'll turn it over to you. Because I, now the more I talk about it, the more mad I got. I just was kind of underwhelmed, and now I'm just angry. Who's the most talented player on the Pittsburgh Steelers? Probably on either side of the ball. Like, pure talent. TJ Watt. Second most. Minka. Just say the name. Well, on offense, it's George Pickens. He's probably the most gifted player, period. I'd say him and Broderick Jones are their most Fine. talented players. Nice, thank you. Nice nod to me there. A.J. Brown didn't seem to like playing in Tennessee. Even though he had 1,000-yard-ish seasons there, when did he explode? When they traded him. Why did he want to be traded? Didn't feel like he was being used properly. I watched Drake London and Kyle Pitts look like pedestrian players last year in Atlanta's offense. I watched them seemingly unaware of how to use B. John Robinson correctly when he was supposed to be the best running back okay, so, prospect in a long so those, time. Those would be the bigger issues for me. I, 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 don't, I don't trust A.J. Brown's... First of all, when Brown left, he did an interview and said nice things about... Uh, about Smith when he went to Philly. But at this point, with the way that guy acts, the way things unraveled for him in Philadelphia this year, I don't really take him at his word. It's more about what happened with the playmakers in Atlanta. Donnie, I want to go to you here, though, first. Do you agree with everything Chris said? I mean, when we talked about Smith, you had him rated out as the worst guy they talked to. Do you still feel that way, or has something that's happened in the last few hours changed your mind? Yeah, and I think the only reason why I was a little bit more open to it is that your theory that uh, we could get a Mike Munchak uh, co-op on this. Now, you're going to be put to the test a little bit there to see if that has any legs to it. I mean, it's it's vanilla for me, them hiring him. I mean, is it going to be better than it was? I would think so, because the two guys that they just had won't be coaching in the NFL anytime soon, if ever again. One of those guys has a better chance of sitting in the bleachers next to me than ever coaching football again. I want you to walk in here and punch me in the face if I use that as a justification for this hire today. Because it can't be worse than it was. Yes, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. If if other if our listeners out there that have great opinions, well, you better punch me in the face because technically I started my initial tweet with saying anyone was going to be better than who they had, but then everything I said was negative. But I just I don't want to water down my expectations so much that because the next guy isn't Matt Canada and actually has an NFL resume that I'm supposed to be giddy about it. But continue what you're about to say, Donnie. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's reason to be happy with what got accomplished in Tennessee, but reasons that Chris already said were pretty apparent. I mean, they were getting running back play that, I mean, Najee Harris has had decent seasons he would have to double, almost double what he's doing to do the best of Derrick Henry. I mean, Derrick Henry had a 2,000-yard season whenever things were at their best with Tennessee 
under Arthur Smith. Ryan Tannehill had success off of that due to the the um the, the use of play action and just every other defense keying on Derrick Henry every single time. Those are things, okay, those are positives. You could put that in the pro section there. But you can't say that as somebody who is pro Arthur Smith and then completely avoid what things looked like in Atlanta. I mean, he had a a rookie quarterback that came out of the same class as Kenny Pickett. That was the second quarterback drafted in that draft. That guy did not flourish, so he did not develop a young quarterback. He had multiple offensive weapons that were drafted in the top 10, let alone the first round, and we didn't see any of those guys become notable players. I mean, Kyle Pitts, I remember going into that draft, Kyle Pitts was like a can't-miss prospect. This guy will be an absolute star. He's an okay player. That's the highest that a tight end was ever drafted by an NFL team was mm-hmm. Pitts. Yeah, and what a weapon. Yeah. A, a creative offensive mind is going to torture defenses with this guy. Yeah, I mean, he was talked about like he was going to be, I don't know, like the next Shannon Sharp. Something like that. We're, 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 not, we're not seeing that from him in the Arthur Smith offense. B. John Robinson, people love throwing out that he got almost as many touches as Christian McCaffrey did this year without For realizing. For the record, I've only seen one people, one person do that, and that was our buddy Tone Diggs. With, with, without, with, without realizing the amount of weapons and the amount of players in the Kyle Shanahan offense in San Francisco, a little bit different than what the situation is in Atlanta. I thought they drafted Robinson to be the Falcons Derrick Henry that's why they used a top 10 pick he had he had one game last season with more than 20 carries look uh, I'm not see I feel like I'm going to be doing a lot of arguing today because I'm not I'm not nearly as down on the hire as Chris is but I also don't feel good about cheerleading for or um, endorsing what the like extremely pro this guy's really good at his job like I don't want to do that either. That's my, that's my my problem today. That's my issue. First, I have a question for you. Be, go ahead. You would agree that Mike Tomlin and Art Rooney are the two principals who drove this hire, right? Yeah. Do you think Omar Khan likes this hire? Do you think Andy Weidel likes this hire? Just knowing what we were all hopeful about, like, hey, they were going to bring some. I think new Andy ideas. Weidel would like it. He comes from Philadelphia. He's been in Baltimore. Those are run heavy schemes, run heavy offenses. I would think his football DNA would be supportive of somebody like, do you like think Smith. Omar yeah. likes the idea. Of this I don't know. Though? That's a tough one for me to say. How much is how much is Omar different from Kevin Colbert and that whole way of thinking? Before you sound off and get to the rest of your quick point here, and I know Donnie and I have taken up all the oxygen on this so far, it just signifies more of the same. You know, Mike Tomlin's going to be comfortable with a guy who made his bones as a run, mainly with the team running the football well. And you know Art's going to be comfortable. I think that's a good so word. Where's, where's the step outside of the box for them? Well, here would be if I guess I have to play the role of the person, in, at least in this conversation, who's in favor of the move or at least likes the hire. I think it's possible that Arthur Smith is a really good offensive is a really good offensive coordinator who's just never had a good quarterback. I don't want to kill a guy for not for not developing a guy that was picked where in the third round. That's Ritter? where Desmond Ritter was picked. What about Tannehill? It was the eighth overall pick. Okay, Tannehill was brought to Tennessee to back up Marcus Mariota. At that point in his career, he wasn't viewed in NFL circles as a starting quarterback And anymore. what was Mariota? Mariota was a bust. Second overall pick, though. But that wasn't – that. but he had failed 
with with offensive coaches before uh, Smith was even promoted. Now, you want to ding him for saying, let's take him to Atlanta and I'll get more out of him. He knows my offense. I think that's a reasonable critique. I can't – now I'm going to swing back to the negative. I can't sit here and try to – you know, blow sunshine up your rear ends and and try to make excuses for what happened with for the guy in Atlanta. He called the plays there. Yep. He took responsibility for that offense. They gave him playmaker weapons. He couldn't do enough with them. Now his quarterbacks were Matt Ryan, Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, and Taylor Heineke. I'm not sure there are a lot of offensive coordinators. Kyle Shanahan would be one of them. I'm not sure there's a lot of offensive coordinators that would have been able to produce good numbers with those guys. Does he have a quarterback that is appreciably different than any of those guys here? No, he doesn't, but let me let me put it back on you, Chris. If if you think the primary job of the guy they hire is to fix Kenny Pickett, how many human beings on planet Earth can do that? Are there any? Fix him to make him like a high-end quarterback? Yeah. Maybe Kyle Shanahan. Okay. Well, Maybe. we found out there were at least four as of last Wednesday, right? That's what Aditi said. But mm, I'm so, but I, good, but Chris, I don't think you'd want to make the hire with Kenny Pickett in mind because I don't think you think Kenny is salvageable. No, I don't. So just find the best offensive coordinator, make him suck it up with Kenny for a year, then get somebody better in his offense. If you think the offense is good, hire the guy with a good offense and then get the quarterback from there. Don't hire someone that's a but, Kenny Pickett but the, fit. I guess the the point about Arthur Smith would be his offense has always been based around the success of a great running back, his best years. So it's really draft the running back. Derrick Henry's a Hall of Famer. We all agree on this, yes. right? Yep. Okay, his great successes have been because he had a great running back. That makes me feel like his offense is more run-based and running back-centered.